You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. What? Oh, okay. interesting. Phil doesn't care about us at all, does he? <laughs> it's a little bit of a random selection. I, mean, I like the song. This but is a fun song too. I agree, That's but cool. um, we are obviously here doing a Glee after show for you all. This was not a song featured on Glee tonight, but that's all right. <laughs> but that's it's fine. um season five, episode eighteen, the backup plan, and. I'm loving this choice, though. <laughs> it's bringing a good energy to the show. Makes it feel like it's 9 a.m. Yeah. Instead of 11 p.m. <laughs> nice. No, no um, one knows that. Oh, in all fairness, I do understand how we got it when we asked for Wake Me Up. Yes. <laughs> Wake Me Jitterbug. Up. Yeah, I get it. Get I get it. it. We were and done. Yes, Thank you, Phil. It's all making sense now. But that being said, we should jump into Rachel... Who had a big night tonight? Well, we should well, introduce ourselves. Oh, I, you know, introducing ourselves. You, you never like to introduce ourselves. You're just so humble and modest. Yeah. You don't care. She doesn't need to. Introduce so uh, I'm Stephanie Wanger. I'm Roxy Stryer. Hi everyone. I'm Marissa Serafini. And Sarah's missing tonight. Uh, but I know, but she'll be back next week. So definitely hang out with us. And uh, let's get into Rachel. This was a big week for Rachel. She kind of went from star to she she got knocked down a bit she got knocked off of her high horse definitely and Uh, then put on a higher one yeah yeah i was it was a strange message again this week because she we saw her be a star on broadway realize like i can be a tv star go against her agent's wishes her producer's wishes and go to la for this audition and then she came back and i kind of assumed when i was watching the show maybe other gleeks out there would agree with me that i thought she was going to get in some sort of trouble for this maybe a reduction in pay or get pulled from the show entirely i wasn't sure where it was going exactly but i thought there was going to be a punishment for sure for lying to your producer lying and technically a breach of contract because i'm sure she had to sign on for so many shows and then yeah, and just lying in general, that's immoral. So mm-hmm. I wish she, I mean, she pretty much just got a slap on the wrist and that was it. Not only was she not punished, but she was actually rewarded. In a um, way. I mean, yes. It, by like, eventually getting her own television show designed around her. I mean, I just felt like you're saying the weirdest message. I just, I don't know where Glee is going with this one. Yeah. I'll start by saying sorry. Let me start by saying I thought tonight's episode was really fun and awesome. Great. We had some really great songs great. and I really enjoyed the entire episode. Just message-wise and where the next two episodes of this season are going to go, I'm highly confused about Rachel's character. I think that overall, I agree with you. I'm not sure where Rachel specifically is going or why they're giving her her this quote-unquote development deal. What I'm hoping happens 
is that she circles back, is that she realizes that Broadway and performing is her... And I feel like this is where all the characters in a lot of ways are going. Like, Blaine is going to realize that he either belongs with Kurt or belongs on stage. Like, I think they're all going towards making a big decision. Big decision. It seems like they're setting Rachel up to be dropped on her ass, to be quite honest. Because the whole thing with Madame Tippetoe and leaving Niada, mm-hmm. and now with she her... still pr- didn't get any resolution with that. Right, no resolution with that. Now with um, leaving her producer, or lying to her producer, and then leaving one of her Broadway performances of playing Br- Fanny Bryce, who was her absolute dream role, to go to an audition in LA and lying about that, and now coming back and still having the play and having a TV show based on her and what she wants it to be, going to be filming in New York, having the writer come to New York, it's just not the way the industry works. Yeah, I I was going to say, it's not how reality really works in in that perspective. My thing is just... We know that Rachel's entire dream is to be on Broadway. And I don't think we've been told any any of her other ambitions to maybe be on TV, maybe have a television show, or maybe be in movies. It's always been Broadway, and that was it. What's interesting is we talk about the show all the time, life imitating art or art yeah. imitating life. And mm-hmm. this is very much what Leah Michelle did, was went from she, Broadway, right. Spring Awakening, to Glee. She with, names all the actresses who did it. Yeah. She's like, Meryl! And I'm like, <laughs> Leah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was that moment of like, it, they're very self-aware on Glee. And, mm-hmm. and it felt kind of like, but exactly, you don't know where it's going to go long term. Where, where this is heading for her as a character, because... Her dream, as far as we knew, was Broadway. 100%. Right, yeah. And she's already, she's gotten to that level. I mean, maybe she did have bigger aspirations that because she never, never told us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, biggest missed moment of the night for me was not seeing uh, Santana perform at all. Because, I mean, in, uh, on stage as oh, Fanny. Yeah. Because she covered for Rachel. We see her getting ready for the show and then we see her and Rachel after the show. I wanted to see not that I needed a song from it necessarily because we've already heard her on mm-hmm. it, but but I needed some like sort a of montage type like something. I wanted to see her up there and I wanted to see her crush it, you know? See, I mean, I think that would yes, that would have been enjoyable to the audience to see Santana perform. But my thing is, had we saw that and then we might just find the how people reacted to that afterwards. I mean, we got Rachel's review after her performance. Then we'll hear about Santana's review, how they people, how the critics liked her better. So I think, you know, just let Rachel be Fanny and just have knowing that Santana filled in. Did you, you um, did either of you have a moment when you were watching? We watched separately tonight, we should say. Well, we watched together. (laughs) I mean, well, I watched separately from you guys. Um, Marissa says we had to. No, it's a great oh, I'm thing. sorry. I, I didn't too. know that it was such a force. Um, but I'm watch by myself. Did either of you have a moment where you thought that Santana was gonna steal that role away from Rachel? Yeah, I've had that. I've had a moment mm-hmm. like that for a, a few moments like that this season, and definitely in tonight's episode. Um, at least a moment where uh, Sydney, the producer, was gonna be like, "By the way, I I know that I said that the show is nothing without you, but." Santana killed it, and we've realized that even if it's not Santana, there is somebody who can do this that is not you. Yeah. The thing is, I thought that because we saw earlier with Santana's whole story with being performing with Mercedes and whatnot, that she feels like she's not 
having the opportunities to shine and her own career and then maybe having this opportunity filling in for Rachel being on Broadway and having that spotlight for the 15 minutes that she had I think she would have killed it and she would have gone out there like no I'm gonna rock this performance and you all watch me I'm gonna start my career this way yeah I but we didn't see that I agree with you. I, I would have liked to seen something from that performance. But going back to what you were talking about, that this is not a realistic portrayal of the entertainment industry, no. It's it was interesting to see because I feel like that producer, when he sat down with Rachel, that would be the first thing he would say is that there's a million other girls who look, who ju- yeah, who look just like you who can do this part. Here's the thing. There is no such thing as once-in-a-generation talent. I'm sorry. No. Uh, we, we all live out here. We're fully and highly immersed in this industry and i have seen incredibly talented people and they're all replaceable because if you are that talented but you don't show up yeah then i don't care that you're talented i'd rather work with someone who's passionate and driven and motivated and loyal than someone who's just talented and not I completely agree with you both, but it was uh, going back to like the Glee project. I think they even talk about when they're casting Glee, um, back in season one, that they would rather have somebody who's a team player who's mm-hmm. willing to like put the time and effort in than someone who's the most talented dancer, or the most talented singer. So it Which even learn with a lot of these characters. Think about Nia Rivera's development throughout the show and so many of these people who originally weren't getting all the songs that they or or jenna's you know like crazy uh where they started and the hours they put in and now where they are but if the show also shows that even they can have the same opportunity of having all these big you know projects and being on broadway i mean yeah Santana had it for one night. I also just hate the negative connotation that Broadway has sometimes amongst actors. Like, this was your dream, Rachel. Not, you shouldn't miss one performance unless you are actually ill. Because what on earth, you know, I have my dream role. And I just feel like if I ever got there, there's nothing in the world that would pull me away. There, There is no better project. There is no next mm-hmm. level. You know, okay. there's there's life after it. There's other things you can do after it's done. But, like, you live and breathe for that. That's what you spent your whole life wanting to do. So what, what are you doing looking for the next best, best thing? Well, I mean, I think the entertainment industry as a whole is – is a lot of dreamers and that is what glee is so good at portraying generally is that there's like a dream aspect to this and rachel we've seen this dream evolve to broadway and her actually achieving that dream and then it felt like that dream wasn't good enough suddenly tonight and that felt very like wait i've had five seasons of you wanting this why why is this suddenly not good enough for you and maybe that's just the way we all are that once you achieve something you want the next thing you want more but four nights in i feel like maybe is a little too soon to to get that four nights in she's three weeks into they're three weeks in oh okay yeah she's three weeks into the show i don't know sometimes have you ever wanted something so bad and you actually got it like when that happens to me which honestly it hasn't happened that many times in my life we're all pretty young i'm sure like like, but a dream of mine i achieved it and you kind of sit to yourself and like you you don't or at least i didn't look for now what or what you just feel fucked blessed you feel freaking blessed you know like yeah it's true i mean 
I think that when you achieve something great, like even getting a degree, whatever your Mm -hmm. dream is, Mm -hmm. it it doesn't have to be entertainment focused. Right. Absolutely. You feel that sense of accomplishment and there should be that. And I feel like that's what we missed tonight was that that sense of like, wow, I achieved something really great here. She just kind of moved into diva mode. Yeah. My thing is I think Rachel, she got tunnel visioned with the fact that she has an opportunity on television that can lead into movies. So bettering her career in a way. And that's what she focused on rather than the actual horrible audition that she went to. Oh, yeah. Do no research. Can we all talk about how terrible that audition went for her? It was just like... I mean, the performance was great. But yeah. the, uh, for the singing, the song. Uh, just, but afterwards... Why would you ever walk into a room and start singing? I like, mean... Well, she... Thought it, it was, was for a musical. I, yeah, but still, if you had an audition and it was for a musical, they would send you something or they mm-hmm. would say, pick your own song. Like, yeah. I, before we get to that song, I just think that it's interesting because the first song that she sings of the night yeah. was very, if you break down the lyrics, uh, like, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes. That's what I feel like is going on with Rachel because we have yeah. Avicii's Wake Me Up and uh, Avicii and Al Black. But I thought that her version was amazing and I really felt like she was getting it. You know, she yeah. really much internalized it. I thought the rendition was awesome. I think we're all going to agree on this song tonight that it was just one of those awesome, so good. And also, I always talk about on the show that I love it when on Glee they can make it their own a bit. Yeah. And this felt like it was still true to the lyrics and the song, but like somehow Leah Michelle was able to make it her own. Exactly. And that, and was, that was really exciting. I, I liked how they shot it, the, the actual cinematography. Cause you see Rachel. Kind of strange, but going, cool. No, you see Rachel going through the motions over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Every single night she's doing the same performance, playing the same character, doing the same thing. And then I think that show the audience that she's kind of just getting used to playing this character and she wants something more something more like television and movies she wants to branch out and do different characters yeah but i don't know what bothered me was i felt like she was really getting it in this moment like she was really understanding it and then her actions after this just didn't show that yeah well, and, and, and her do- physical expressions during the whole song you could tell like she might be getting tired of doing that Broadway performance. And sometimes it does happen in life where you think you have a dream and and then I guess you get there and it ends up not being everything you thought it would be. I mean, I definitely know people that that's happened to and and dreams change and evolve. Right. Absolutely, but... This just didn't seem like one of them. I don't know. It was was strange because she was like, I want to be on Broadway, but I want a TV show now. It was just like, suddenly Broadway wasn't enough. She got a case of the gimmies. Yeah, and I don't... I don't know what caused that. I, I guess I wanted to know a little bit more other than, like, I'm a star. What, yeah. what would cause that? Yeah, I think it was just probably the moment where she found out that she had an opportunity for something more. Yeah. And then that's, she just went for it. Yeah, but yeah. at least, I mean, the, I for me, the saving grace of tonight's episode, which made me not nitpick at all the things that I was like, ooh, is that a good message, was the music. Like, yeah. this song just knocked it out of the park. I was also going to say, what did you think of The Rose, which is obviously a Beth oh, Miller song? Oh, my God. Love it. Love it, she Beth Miller. It. Yeah. yeah, it was literally like... <laughs> I can't believe they they didn't shush her. Marissa kept being like, they're going to stop her. They're going to stop yeah, her. Like, they're yeah. going to just cut her off. But the, first of all, you do not cut off Rachel Berry during an, in a mm-hmm. performance. Second of all, you do not cut off any Bette Midler song because yeah. it's Bette Midler. Yeah. I mean, Unless it, somebody's butchering it, but she was not. No, but it was, I mean. It was hello. incredible, and it was so awkward to see their reactions to it. I it was, was like, so awkward. And you're just so like, awkward. do they not like it? Like, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with it i thought that it was like we're hollywood you got 15 seconds you know you have 
eight bars or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe it's going too long, but then we realized you get, and if you, the roses are actually a really short song. Yeah. Yeah. And she got the whole thing. I was going to say, or my other thought was like, oh, they want like a pop song. They don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, oh, it's all making sense when it's not a musical. We got it. But I guess it's good mm-hmm. that she walked there and sang a song because it got her her own TV deal. You know, that's the way it works. Yeah, obviously. I, I'm going to try that at my next audition. For sure. <laughs> I feel like they would have informed her more before she even went into the audition. They told her that she got sent a script, but she obviously didn't read it, didn't know research on what I was gonna say, person you, she was if you didn't auditioning get for. any information about this, wouldn't you be calling your agent or him? Like so, You would be doing some, some sort of follow-up to figure out what you were walking into, I feel like. At least I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. and any or good flew three thousand miles. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, and any good actor and performance would do character, you know, study and research. Well, she said she didn't get the script, which is why he was like, "Oh, I'm firing my assistant." Then, yeah. but King of Solomon, you you have the internet. Yeah, I mean, come on, you have an iPhone. I'm sure you can look Ooh. it up. Ooh, no, it's called Solomon's Song or something. Song of Solomon. So- Song of Solomon. Solomon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't honestly super familiar with that, but. I would have... Google is your friend. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Google is your friend. And if you're auditioning for something, do your research, clearly. I mean, she lives in our time. Internet's not that far away from her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there there is... She had her resources. She just... I don't think she put any effort into, you know, auditioning. I agree with you. Other than just showing up. But who's putting in some sort of effort is uh, Blaine tonight. He was, I guess, trying to to kind of have keep his relationship alive with Kurt and kind of forge this new uh, mentorship or I don't even know what to call it. Kurt's uh, a good sport, man. Yeah, I'm yeah. so glad Kurt and Blaine weren't arguing again about something else that could be another rift in the world. They will be. Yeah, they will be. Man show. But I'm yeah. glad it wasn't in this episode. And I'm like, come on, can we please just not have another episode where they're I, arguing? I don't I want to see want, them constantly fighting. I just want to see them happy for a minute. But yeah. that's clearly not where it's going with this because it, it, Kurt was nice enough to invite Blaine to perform with him. Story of my life. Uh, do you want to go ahead and talk about that before we yeah. move on? SOL. Uh, SOML Angly. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Um, I love this song. Me too. I, I I'm think, such a fan. I love the song in general. I loved mm-hmm. it on the show. Um, it was so cute. Kurt's face was so cute. The yeah. performance was just adorable. It didn't need to be expensive. It didn't need the lights, the camera, mm-hmm. the act. You know, it just needed them like singing there and, and, and looking up to somebody who yeah. I'm sure they both actually look up to, you yeah. know? I felt like it was a really fitting song. I feel like sometimes... Well, Blaine with... didn't really know who June was. Yeah. No, I'm saying that they both... Both actors. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. But I think that... Um, I'm sure, like, not about June, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they it was someone that, yeah, they professionally looked yeah. up to. Um, but... I felt like it was just, like, a perfect song choice, like, story of my life, these two characters, and and they've been together. It was, like, a really sweet song choice, because sometimes with songs like this, you're like, oh, you forced it, because you wanted a One Direction song, and that's fine, but, like, this felt like a really fitting choice. Yeah, I agree. It, it was really fun, and them two together, every time they perform, it's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, I didn't blame June for the choice that she made, simply because Blaine outperformed Kurt on this. Kurt was so, um, 
like excited and overly smiley and like kind of creepy almost. Well, it was. And Blaine was more natural and like and small. fun. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's kind of, Kurt was just like, he wanted it so badly and you could tell like he really wanted to impress her and so he was, he was kind of overperforming if that's, yeah. if that's even a term, but just like almost just too much. And mm-hmm. Blaine does what B- Blaine does so well, which is Darren Chris just kind of plays kind it so cool. Fun and, on, he yeah. has a presence on stage, Blaine does. Yeah. And Darren Chris in and of himself, but he's just, he's so natural and fun to watch. He, he just brings a lively performance that no one's not going to miss him on stage. He's just out there. He's, he's, yeah. Also, you know. just personal preference, as much as I love Chris Colfer and he's an incredible performer, actual voice sound and quality, I prefer Darren Chris's voice. It just is a little smoother to me at times. So, yeah. I do, and I think that actually Chris Colfer is more of a nit, like, if, if I needed a specific song, I could I definitely go to him. Huge. He kills a lot of stuff. Um, but just as like the new it person, I could see why it would be Blaine. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I think it all is about the songs with those two. Like, I feel like with, uh, Blaine or Darren Chris, it's a little bit of a wider song selection and where with, um. But he could never, he, he could never be the high note in Defying Gravity, you right. know? Right. Yeah. Where Chris Colfer, though, with the right song, he can own it like it's, no, like nobody else could perform like he could. Like, it's crazy how great he is. Right. So, it's a little bit of that, but on this particular performance, Song. yeah, it was definitely Blaine's it. night. And June, who, of course, Shirley MacLaine, like, so much fun to see her on Glee. Love her, and I loved how she was singing in tonight's episode, too. You yeah. know, but I want her to take them both to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was $25,000 plate. I know. It was, it was so clear that it was just June was all about Blaine, and mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if she ends up helping him in a real way or if she's just going to give him advice like splitting up with Kurt which made me very upset as well I don't like yeah, people I, I mean meddling. interesting that she says that I mean her character I felt was very realistic and just being as blunt as industry people can be yeah um, I think the whole splitting up is just like mm, should we like this character should we not and I mean, of course, we don't want Blaine and Kurt to split up, but it shows she was very real, especially to Blaine. Babe. This is reality. Sometimes you do have to maybe not break up with your significant other, but sometimes you have to just perform on your own. Right. I just I don't like when uh, professionals are so anti-relationship because they think it gets in the way all the time. Um, I think when you are in the same, even if you're not in the same industry, but if you are in the same industry, it can actually be really helpful. Uh, and just as a side note, I think one example of that obviously is on is our two bosses, Kevin and Maria. Yeah. The two of them are both have been together for 16 years and they have this amazing bond. They're the creators of After Buzz. They've created so much work together and they, they never could be where they are today without joining forces Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you see it repeatedly in hollywood i mean even tom hanks rita wilson there's a lot of people who they team up and it makes for a stronger partnership or it makes for you know they're happy both personally and professionally and maria and kevin are a perfect example of that. yes and if you want to see more of that then of course they have this new show out on oxygen it's amazing called chasing maria menounos and it's on oxygen it was actually on tonight at 10 p.m. And it is so good. It's such a great show to watch. And, like, I love watching it. And it's fun. And you see 
Proxy might make an, a little yeah. appearance on and Marissa it. Marissa does too. Yeah. And I'm realizing that people could be watching this tomorrow and not know what tonight means. So that's right. Tuesday, Tuesday, 10, 9 central on Oxygen. Chasing Maria Menounos. It's awesome. And then when you're done, you can check out our after show. Yep. Exactly. Do the Chasing Maria after yeah, show. Yeah. And- Roxy is on. It's, I guess I'm just everywhere. These it's just everywhere. And while we're at it, why don't we say you can also rate and comment our own on our own uh, Glee After Show. Yeah. We love hearing from you, and I read all of your comments. So definitely, we want to hear from you and keep rating and commenting and all that good keep stuff. Keep rating, commenting. We got a lot of great comments last week. Yeah, yeah thank you. Much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so let's jump back into uh, their song, maybe uh, June and Blaine singing uh, "Piece of My Heart." <sighs> Okay, awesome. <laughs> so much fun. Like, regardless of song choice or anything else that you could possibly say about this, I just loved seeing Shirley up there singing. Like, it was yeah. just so much fun to me. I was just like, this is the best. I have to say, when I was looking at the song list, I was incredibly skeptical because I was like, why are Shirley and Bl- why are they singing Peace of My Heart? This is a weird thing. The performance was amazing. Ooh. It was the perfect song selection. I was completely wrong when I was thinking. Like, I was like it, it was just so fun. You, you're like, what? Oh, I remember, like, I was like, I think you were wrong because that. No, no. The, and yeah, when I saw it, I was that like, that song was awesome. Yeah. But if that, you saw that on paper, when it's like, maybe it's maybe. like, what is that? I mean, yeah. oh, first of all, that's a great song, great fun song. Oh, it's amazing. The but performance it's like, was great. I love seeing Shirley MacLaine sing this fun hip kind of song, and I don't know, maybe. Because she is uh, older, and I, I was just thinking like ballads are a more serious type of number. And then she had this fun, energetic performance with Blaine, and she can probably see a lot of Blaine in herself. And that's probably why she appeals to Blaine more so than Kurt. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a combination of that. I, I like how they took this song that's like a little more rocky, and they made it. Not like Balboa, rocky, like rock and rolly. Yeah, <laughs> but and and um and they made it very much so like okay for a black tie event. Um, you know, yeah. it's not like they were like on their knees and whatever. It was just really cute and classy and cool. And he was like holding her, and it was just fun. I really liked it and the money and. Oh my gosh! Throwing it in the air. Don't we wish we had money to throw in the air like that? I know. (laughs) I mean, as funny as that was to see them gather the money from everyone and then throw it in front of the people who just donated that money, I'm like, all right, I can. It was fun for the performance. I wouldn't throw some of the money that they just gave to you back in the air. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe, maybe not. But but it was fun. It it was was, fun. It was fun. And also, um, Mercedes and Santana pairing up tonight. That was. I was a little surprised by that. I felt like that was kind of... Well, I, we just need to stick on Blaine and Kurt for a second, though, because what about the fact that Blaine tells Kurt that he's going to be in the one-man show? Yeah, okay. After June clearly said, drop him. Like... Yeah. Well, And it was such a weird thing because Kurt was like, uh, Blaine says, I have this show, and Kurt was just happy for him as it was. It wasn't like he was like, oh, I wish I was in it, and then Blaine was like, surprise, you are. Kurt was like, that's amazing, congrats, and Blaine's like, and, and the you million have a dollar part. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. He didn't even need to say, say that, that because right. Kurt didn't even lead it up to that. Hey, right. what's gonna happen? Bizarre. I think that was just Blaine's way of him feeling guilty, especially having the conversation with June, telling him to drop him, and then having this performance and spending all this time with June just him and, and June, that he just probably felt guilty. Just bad move, man. I no, mean, you smart. just know that that's going to cause 
colossal problems for them. I don't know about a breakup. Well, colossal problems for somebody, either between Blaine and Kurt, because Kurt's not going to be able to be in it, or between June and Blaine, Mm -hmm. because June's going to drop Blaine. Yeah, Yeah. it's going somewhere not good. (laughs) I have a feeling that a a couple of these storylines are going somewhere not good. Yeah, I feel like we're, uh, we talked about it in News and Gossip a few weeks ago, that there's going to be something big at the end of this season. I feel like all these characters are going towards these big choices, and so it's going to be interesting. But at least the next storyline we're talking about, I think, is going somewhere good. I know. I was going to say, Mercedes and Santana. Um, I like them two together. I, I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of performances of just them two. Yeah. No, we haven't in a while, at least. Yeah, it, earlier. Yeah. Earlier in Glee, we have. But. Their song tonight was fabulous. Yeah. I mean, we'll get <laughs> like, in. Like, fabulous. Get into that in a second. I was oh. just going to say, <laughs> before we jump, okay. jump there, uh, that... Uh, that there, it was interesting to see Mercedes put her record deal kind of on the line for Santana. She put everything on the line for Santana. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking how few people I, it might be annoying how much that we're talking about the industry tonight. I hope that it's not. I, I and I'm by far so not an expert. I just live here, so <laughs> I, I know a little bit about it, but I very, very, very rarely see people the selfless in the industry. You know, it, I don't see anybody really be like, this is, I'm going to, this is my record deal and I want to share it with somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. People yeah. are always trying to fight for the, the spotlight, not to share the this spotlight. She, so. she wanted to share a song yeah, yeah, on the record. Yeah, but, but the single, they were yeah, trying to yeah, make the single, which is like huge. And I thought that but you was, had to have the good single to even have yeah. an album. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it, I didn't, I'm not finding fault with it. I'm thinking yeah. it's amazing. It's really rare, and don't ask me how I know this, but, like, the Jonas Brothers are an example of that in real life that I think it was Nick had a record deal and it became the Jonas Brothers. A total side note to us. They're also family, you know? Yeah. 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 This I just thought was really cool and smart of Mercedes because she is better when she's with Santana. But if you think about it, too, I can understand why someone sharing Spotlight would be uh, hard to believe. But we also saw that with Blaine wanted to share the spotlight with Kurt tonight. Well, and it was Kurt's shot spotlight, though. Yeah, I know. But but we see couples trying to share the the same fun moments that they're having, like th- to share in the happiness with yeah. each other. And I don't know if it's a Midwestern thing. I can understand I was... that. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, so I can understand a lot of maybe a lot of Midwestern people would be more willing to share in that or maybe it's to show us we're talking about messages tonight and uh maybe this is one that is showing the strength of the bonds of the glee club that's definitely true i don't think it's a midwestern thing because i don't think leah michelle would share the spotlight with anybody ever but she didn't share the spotlight santana had to take over Right, no, no, that's what I'm saying. And she would not. Midwest. I mean, uh, Rachel's from the Midwest. Well, we didn't, yeah. But I'm, I don't, I don't know. I'm just throwing that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Though there. this whole thing about like being nice. But they, they, they all come from the same place, and they, they were brought to root each other on. And if you're gonna share happiness or like share success with each other, it might as well be with someone that. Well, people don't understand a lot of the times that. It's not one, it doesn't have to be one person that can make it to the top. You know, there is yeah. room at the top for many, more than one person. Just some people like to get up there by themselves. And I was really, I thought it was so cool that Mercedes was trying to help her friend uh, while helping herself. Well, it yeah. even goes back to what we were saying about couples or, or friends. Like, um, there's definitely producing partners in LA who produce films that are friends, that are longtime friends, high school friends. And, 
you know, that's, mm-hmm. it's like a valuable working relationship because you trust the person. I think that that's what it all boils down to is for Mercedes, she trusts Santana more. Do you think she should trust Santana though? I mean, I think Santana's trying to turn over a new leaf or appear to turn over a new leaf. I don't mm-hmm. know whether or not that'll be a permanent change. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely trust to a certain extent. Like Santana's not going to go steal Mercedes money, you yeah. know, not, not anything like that. Um, and I do think she should trust her. And I'm really glad to see this pairing. Obviously, though, when we get to our news and gossip, we'll talk about something that's making me a little skeptical about this. Team. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, we'll get there. Well, also, we got the, because Mercedes and Santana, we see this whole episode, Santana's trying to struggle with her career. She's not really going anywhere. She had these opportunities, but they didn't really pan out. And then Mercedes is saying that, hey, Santana's having a hard time with her career. I had a rough start to mine. How about I help her try to start her career, too? So I think that's where Mercedes was coming in with the, maybe I'll help her if she can be on my album. It might start her career. Yeah, and can we just talk about the pairing tonight, doo-wop? Uh, <laughs> Such a cool song selection. Glee doesn't usually um, venture into this world, or doesn't always venture into this world. Yeah, I just thought it was such a cool concept, especially with them down, I guess, in that basement area. Yeah. I just loved Bruh. how, like, yeah, exactly, how, like, organic it was. I, I Sometimes we get these big production numbers, and those are so much fun on Glee, don't get me wrong, but it's nice when you, like, strip it back. Think- and have you ever sung in basements and stuff the oh, the yeah. sounding My and the shower. acoustics and <laughs> but like the reverb on cement and any like s- small contained area it sounds cool yeah, yeah absolutely didn't anybody think it was a little funny though when they made the bruce springsteen reference and then went into a lauren hill song well i was like, <laughs> I was like oh okay yeah i one. mean for La- the lauren hill song though sounded perfect i mean it's spot on and the two of them have so much attitude and delicious power that yeah. like channeling lauren hill was it seemed f- fairly simple for them they rocked it it um, was so cool um, i was upset that they didn't record it at that time i mean we had the producer with the mic but that's a one directional mic and he's behind them singing he's not having them sing into the um, mic you're completely <laughs> missing it you're not getting the audio <laughs> sorry film nerd but uh I that that was my only thing. I'm like, you're not getting that audio. Why are you behind them? Yeah, but it's not like they could do a cover but, of a Lauren Hill song right now. But just the I, sound of it, and just seeing the performance together, that they really could work, and it could be an awesome sounding sound single yeah. in the basement. I I just loved it. I thought it was I'm so. To see what they come up with. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It, hopefully, it'll be something. Maybe we'll get another original song. I'm down by the end of this season. Well, we got yeah. Amber Amber Riley's original song in yeah. a couple episodes ago when she performed in the studio. That's true. So. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I can't believe we're to the end of songs tonight. There were only five, that which it. so that's that. And literally, while we're watching, we're forty minutes into the episode, and I turn over to Marissa, and I'm like. There's 20 minutes left, and there's not another song. Yeah. Yeah. Because we huh? like to look at our song lists before the episode. Yes. Well, Marissa doesn't. That's why. No, I don't. So, so I I'm looking at the song list, and I know she has no idea. And I was like, Marissa, just saying, no, we're not getting another song. She was like, what? <laughs> yeah. But I was happy that they ended it on Bette Midler, the Rose. Yeah. It, it you know, there. take it. Um, ready for some news and gossip? Uh-oh. Yeah, we got some big news and gossip. Can you rephrase the question? Am I ready? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, 
uh, for all you Gleeks out there, this broke on Twitter earlier today. Naya Rivera um, is not going to be in the season finale. So we only have one more episode with her this season in season five, which is crazy to think about. Right. That's part one of this story. Um, so part two of this story is we reported last week that there was some sort of uh, debate Feud. Uh, a feud going, yeah, going on um, on the Glee set between Leah Michelle and um, Naya Rivera. And it was reported by the New York Post this morning that Naya Rivera was fired from the show and she would not be returning uh, to season six of the series, which was greatly uh, and is greatly upsetting. But her rep claims that that is not true and she was not fired and that the feud was not an actual feud. It was non-existent. It was yeah. non-existent. So there's kind of lots of rumors and, and things going on, different stories, different outlets have different stories on this. Some sources from Glee say that there was a feud, but there was no firing. Some sources say that there was no feud ever and that they're BFF. So yeah, like, yeah, it's a it's lot. It's hard to keep it straight. Exactly. There's a lot of different stories on this, and it's going to be interesting. What we do seem to know for sure is that She's not going to be part of this season, season five finale. I hope that she returns in some capacity, even if it's not as many episodes as we've had this season. I hope she's back in some way in season six. I'm just surprised they haven't already filmed. Uh, Season six? No, 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 season five. Yeah, I think they're filming this week, the finale. Oh. So I think that's why it came out. It'll air in, like, what, three weeks? No, one, two, we we have two weeks? Two weeks. Well, they can get that done. Yeah, I know that they can, but I just... You know, for writers to frantically last minute, like, I'm surprised that it's not kind of locked down. Yeah. And I, I don't who know. knows yeah. if it was, the, if the so-called feud actually happened that affected the, the writers to write her out. Yeah. But it might have been maybe the episode just didn't fit with her character. I mean, we, we didn't even see Sam and Artie in tonight's episode because... Yeah, they, they were out of the episode, but that doesn't mean they're written off the show. Yeah, so but we're getting Heather Morris been. back, so I'd have to think that her character would fit in the episode if Brittany fits in. You would think Santana would Santana. fit in. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. I just hope, uh, I know Naya, like, hopefully she will be back on the show and we'll get to see more of her character. She can't but, live in Lesbos forever. No, exactly. And <laughs> I, I know, think it's just, like, a small little thing that just blew up and then now it's yeah. the whole telephone situation. He said, she said. Yeah, he yeah. said, she said. Everything's just getting misconstrued and who knows what's And happening. I know we got some tweets today saying like Naya's had a tough time uh, because she's had the broken engagement yeah. we reported on and now this is coming up. So I just kind of want to wish her the best. I think that that's, you know. I do too and that yeah. actually really bothered me. A lot of these articles, the way they squared them off was like, both Naya and Leah Michelle are dealing with heartbreak, and I was like, yeah. they're so not even in comparable situations. Like they're both in, they're both in places that neither would want to be in. They're yeah. both horrible situations, but like it, it's not like they're twins. No, like, exactly. They're just weird. It was weird. They're they're colleagues and they're working together. And even if there was some issue on set, that's something that they need to deal with and probably should right. be reported in the post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I don't um, think it's fair that Naya is the one getting all the flack for this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, so wishing them both the best. I yeah, think is what I mean, we, can... we obviously don't want Santana yeah. off of the show. No, <laughs> exactly. And I doubt that we and Michelle want Santana off the show because Santana adds so much to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's always more interesting for people to have 
characters, uh, Rachel is kind of frenemies with her, for lack of a better term, and that makes for an interesting story for both of them. But even we, we see, like, character growth in Santana this season, because in tonight's episode, she's like, well, that's not who I used to be, this is the person I'm trying to be now. And Rachel so. says, Santana, you're such a good friend. You're such a good friend. So, we're like, seeing oh. progression, why stop it there? Yeah, exactly. So, I hope they can work it out, they have some time in the hiatus, and let's hope for yeah. more of season six with Naya that and Leah, that cool will be down. ideal. For sure. Um, ready for predictions? Oh, uh, oh. Okay. Well, yeah, you had a little news and gossip for us. Okay. I'm not really news, but. Oh, you, I, I, yes. No worries. It's not, it's not really news, but this, over this past weekend, I watched The Family, which is now available on Netflix. I'm excited to see it. As of April 2014. Um, with Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Diana Agron, of course, who plays Quinn. I, I watched it mostly for Diana. And it's just, it's a fun, completely different character than I'm used to seeing Diana play. I mean, she's a girl who beats up people. It's really fun. Go watch it. Maybe not the Glee demographic, but if you're a fan of Glee and fan of, like, the Glee cast, go watch that. I was going to say, uh, Diana's been really branching out and doing really interesting projects. Yeah. So that's always fun to see, and I, I love when the Glee cast, you can kind of go and... Do other things. Yeah. Also, like Jane Lynch's um, Hollywood Game Night, hysterical. Definitely watch it, NBC. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, and this is a talking about branching out. This is a cross between predictions and news and gossip. But obviously, we already spoke about how Chris Colfer was writing an episode of Glee, mm-hmm. and it's next week's episode, which it is. is crazy. Uh, we see some Peter Pan esque thing. Well, we talked about it that he's going to be in a. Uh, a off or a uh i think it's an elderly production of peter pan which is super random but it looks like a really fun episode with some woman who i swear to god looks like june squib we're we're thinking that if it was june squib they would have promoted that more but Mm -hmm. it's her twin yeah (laughs) nebraska part two i think it's the and she's like dancing in the background and you know that if you had an oscar nominee (laughs) you would not have her dancing in the background so we're assuming not june's quinn although with the caliber of people on this show like uh you never know who's in the background seriously it's crazy We're, we're talking about that today i mean what an honor it must be to be a regular on the show and the people that you get to work with coming in and out it's I unlike mean, any yeah. other show. I was going to say, it's just like the best training ground in the world. Right. Because you, not only are you singing and dancing and acting every week, but you also have these amazing seasoned performers come in who are willing to be there with you for a week or two and teach you. And that's just incredible. Yeah. yeah. People who've actually been on Broadway. Yeah. Who are Dina Menzel, who are Christian Chenoweth, who are Kate Hudson, who mm. are Gwyneth Paltrow, who like... Amazing. We need freaking Barbara Streisand. I mean, I mean, she's hard to get, but mm-hmm. yeah. that would make everything no, come full circle. No, she could be hard to get. What is she doing? <laughs> no. That would make everything come full circle with Rachel. Yeah, that would just have one season performance. Six. I was gonna say Barbara season finale. Is that where we're going with all this? <laughs> How amazing would that be? Yeah. Um. And isn't the final episode called the Rachel Project, the Rachel Berry Project? I think. I think I heard that. So mm. I don't know. 
Uh, the untitled Rachel Berry project. So, so I want to know what your guys, based on the gossip we just gave, what are your predictions on how they're writing Santana's character off of this episode? Off next episode will be the last one we see her. So are they going to say like, oh, she's moved to LA to start the record singing with Mercedes and Mercedes is meeting her there? Or, oh, she's waiting for Brittany and Lesbos? Or, oh, she got sick and can't make it to our finale? <laughs> like, I think it depends on how definitive they are it, when... Okay, so if they knew she's not going to be in the season finale for whatever reason, then they're they're going to come up with some reason why she can't be in that one episode. If they know she's not coming back season six... I don't think they know that. I don't think they could possibly know that yet. So yeah. I think it could be a silly, like, off-the-cuff, like, oh, Brittany came back and now I'm, you know... Off to lesbos. I'm, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, something silly that allows her to just leave for the episode. If it's a long-term, like by to that character that's a much more complicated yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and the whole episode has to be about it like, yeah which yeah. you can't because it's the rachel berry project hmm. exactly yeah any other predictions i i think the peter pan production is always fun i mean as i've seen peter pan productions they're always fun they usually will grow up yeah usually peter pan's in production is played by a female because usually because when peter pan's flying around you know, a female's lighter on harnesses and stuff. I was so. Tiger Lily in a production of Peter Pan once. Were you? Oh, yes. So. There you go. But, I mean, who says that Kurt can't be Peter Pan? That's going to be awesome. I mean, I'm excited to see that. I just think that it looks like a super energetic episode, and those are always fun. And he, Chris Colfer, is obviously so incredibly talented. I'm stoked to see what he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean. And that's so exciting that they gave one of their own. A t- I just think it's awesome. I mean, it just happened on um, Vampire Diaries where Paul Wesley just directed an episode of that. I think it's absolutely. so cool when people who have been with the show since the beginning are given the chance to play a different or wear a different hat on that show. It's so freaking awesome. Yeah. And Chris Colfer is definitely, he's not just like, oh, this is my first go around. He's directed films. And, right. Yeah, and he's written books. stories in yeah. Atlanta Times. No. Yeah, this yeah. isn't just like, yeah. oh, can I try this out? Yeah. I think I might like it. This yeah. is out. Yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah. Colfer has books out. Yeah. yeah he's, I'm just really excited to see what and he's a movie. done with Glee. Yeah. And he made a movie. He wrote a movie. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for that. It'll be amazing to see next week. That's going to be a big episode. And then there's only... There's only two more left this season. Yeah. Crazy to think about, but... But that means that we get two extra ones next season. So and we're okay. So worth it. All right. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I'm Stephanie Wanger, and you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanger. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. See you all next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later, Glee! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.